You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud face said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by White Dragon Snow Removal. Winter is here and the snow is high. Want to remove that pesky wall of ice blocking your way? Try our White Dragon Snow Removal service. One blast and that whole wall will come down. White Dragon Snow Removal is not responsible for any deaths or dismemberments that may occur during our melting process. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 68, The Dragon and the Wolf. I'm Jenny. I'm Rachel. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jess. All right. Now that we are actually getting started, I'm sure you will enjoy our lovely outro full of curse words, particularly (laughs) one. (laughs) And particularly coming out of my mouth. (laughs) Let's, Let's get right into it with our Frey Pie ratings. Um, and find out what we thought of this finale episode. Uh, Lauren, do you actually have an answer now, or is it still just there was pie? There was pie. Um, no, I, I, I like the episode minus one particular thing, but we all know what that is. Um, I, I just, I, I don't have a problem with this season. I know a lot of people hated it, but I kind of loved this season, and I I didn't think this was a bad episode. I mean, of course, there were things that bothered me, so I'm kind of like a a Rhaegar with, you know, maybe a little bit of a burnt crust. Okay. You're allowed to like it. Somebody should. All right. Um, (laughs) Success. Jess? Um, I'm giving it a Jared. I felt that with the longer episode, it was sort of unnecessary. I felt it kind of dragged. And I felt kind of bored by scenes and I was sort of just waiting for them to end. So maybe if it was like a shorter episode, I'd like it more. And then I had a problem with a couple of scenes, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. I only had problem with the length because I was getting very uncomfortable on that bar chair. But (laughs) if you notice fidgeting repeatedly behind you. Um... Oh no, I didn't (laughs) notice. Uh, Rachel, do you have some pie for us? Um... I gave it a Rhaegar's wig pie. <laughs> you mean um, Viserys' wig? I don't know Viserys. if I want a hairy pie. <laughs> it's it's you know it's a it's a pretty pie. It looks nice, but then you dig in and it's just full of old hair <laughs> that might have bits of gold melted into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like two favorite scenes, and then uh, the rest of the time I was just kind of like talking. <laughs> so. Oh my god! You you're the hound. You're like all this talking, talking, talking. Um, all right. Well, I gave it some. Uh, my, of course, is long because I'm weird and I make long pie things. But um, so I, I was giving it a leftover pie in a Tupperware container. That's uh, half Rhaegar pie. That's the freshest of the bunch, and it's served piping hot with Arya's homemade Littlefinger ice cream. And then three quarters <laughs> of the rest is a Jared. That's a little stale, but still pretty tasty. And then the last piece is a Simon for inflicting a John and Danny sex scene on my poor defenseless eyes, even though I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> but it still needed 100% more harp. 100% way more Rhaegar. Yeah. Like, should have just been all Rhaegar. Really. Specifically harp. All yeah, Rhaegar playing the harp. all the time. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff that would be. Um, all right. Uh, let's move into our awards section. Um, 
do we have any nominees for the episode MVP? Lauren? Well, this is actually Megan's. Megan's like, I hope you talk about this. I'm like, fine, he's MVP. So it's Kit Harrington's ass. Uh, apparently that's popular <laughs> if Jess's kickboxing class is anything to go by. Yeah, it was referencing John's ass. It's like, don't you want an ass like Jon Snow? And I was uh. like... Maybe. <laughs> as long as there's no hair on it, fine. <laughs> um, Jess, do you have a, a nominee? Yeah, I gave it a Gilly. I don't even think she was in the no, episode. Not even there. But like her revelation, like her reading, you know, led to, I guess, the reveal of Jon Snow's parentage and, you know, Sam's getting all the credit. Yeah. But at yeah. least we now work. know Sam was actually listening. Yeah, and taking credit for shit he didn't do. Of course. Well, that, that's that's every man doing everything that every woman has ever done first. But He's like, oh, I was translating it. I'm like, no, you, no, you weren't. weren't. Or he read it later and forgot what she had said and thought he discovered it himself. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> well, there's that too. Fucking okay. Um, well, Gilly was driving the cart. He was back there reading. Well, one of them has to be the, <laughs> the driver. Um, Rachel, do you have a nominee? Uh, I'm nominating Sandor because he is life. Uh, he was amazing in this episode. He was me. All his lines were great. He's the best dad anyone could ever want. And, <laughs> and he can carry really heavy things. And like, yeah, like a grim Santa Claus. Like, I just <laughs> love him. I have to comment on your on your dad response because someone said, said, posted a tweet, which I thought was perfect, which was that... Uh, the Hound and Brienne were like uh, two amical divorcees who were co-parenting. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were like, this is good. Yay, our girl is going to kill like people. Murder parents, I think I called them. Yeah, murder yes. parents. It's very nice for them. I just yes, love that the Hound is back, you know? He's not like looking at flames or just like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's the Hound again. Like, yeah, it. no, no. And and he's like, it's it's the it's the chicken wanting Pound is back. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because he's back in King's Landing. <clears throat> God knows like, he loves what, it. What's in the box? Fuck off. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's uh, let's move into Starkwatch. They were they were quite a team this week. Yeah, they so were. Many Starks. Yeah, we, we even had the other Stark of of, uh, of uh, what's his name? Ned Patrick Stark. Ned, Ned Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. Yes. Uh, I was blocking that out. Um, <laughs> you wanted to block out most of this Ned, episode, apparently. We got Liana, we got Arya, we got Sansa, we got Bran. Bran was John. useful. <clears throat> oh my god, sort of. Not sort of. He wasn't as emo as he's been. He used his he arms. So many problems with Bran. So many he used his arms. That's a that's a win for me. Um, and uh, yeah, all right. Um, so our Ned Stark Award, I got a, a text from one of my friends who wanted to uh, give <laughs> John or Egg Targaryen the Lifetime Achievement Ned Stark Award. <laughs> for just fucking up at all aspects of, of life. Yeah, pretty for, much. Yeah. Forever I'm, and always. Forever. Yes, but he got vagina for it. He's so done a to... lot of things he regrets, okay? And he's going to keep on doing things <laughs> he regrets. <laughs> apparently so um i just like that so many characters walked up to him like so you're kind of a dumbass remember when book john wasn't stupid 
This is my nerd rage. Yeah, we're going to get back to John. <laughs> we'll save that for Jess because she's dying for that. Uh, do we want to talk about his name now or should we also save that for nerd rage? Let's no, save what? that for nerd rage. Oh, you want to save it? All right. Okay, we can talk no, about it now. If you guys want to talk about it, do it. About George, I, guess, I really George thought Foreman. it was gonna be Jaharis. Like I didn't know it was gonna be fucking Aegon. I knew it was gonna be Aegon. It was still stupid. And there, that article you sent me, Lauren, was like, oh, but it's symbolic because it's the name of his murdered son. I was like, that's still stupid. You don't it like stupid. You don't name your like replacement child. <laughs> like, I'm the a, same oh name as your like, other child. It's like my dog died. Let me name my kid after my dog. Like, I just I don't understand naming anything after something you've already had. Well, the, okay, so this child. actually happens in Dune. And uh, the first, the Paul Atreides' first son, Leto, is, who is named after his father, is murdered. Mm-hmm. He has another son, and he names that one Leto, too. Uh, but they're both Leto, too, because the Leto one was the father. So he named his, son, his, his next son the exact same thing. But they both had the same mother. So anyway, I, I liked it was kind of like a, you know, it's, I think it's a thing people did with their replacements. But I saw a really nice comment on. Um, oh, who said it? Oh, it was Jeff from uh, our trivia days. Mm-hmm. He said he said that he really thinks it's significant. And I don't think it's necessary that it's Aegon, but it's significant that he has a Targaryen name because it signifies, you know, that John was born of love and not rape. Because it was Liana's wish. Mm. Okay, I could live with that, but it's still stupid. I thought he should be called. If we we're gonna go with like the names of the conquerors, like you have Aegon, Rhaenys, and so like you have Visenya. So I feel like the male version of that would be Viserys. And naming your son after your brother, I don't think is that weird. I don't know. Yeah, I wanted it to be Aemon because. Aemon the Dragon Knight is his hero, and then obviously Maester Aemon connection. Yeah, and a the other Aegon's brother was Aemon, so it would have worked. Egg, but I I think I really think that it was. I don't necessarily think it's going to be Aegon in the books. I think this is more of a way for them. That's what I want to know. Yeah, like, are they gonna do Fagon? Is that is it happening? Like, is this? I just. I don't understand, like, I understand the idea that, like, we don't understand what Cersei's going to be doing with the Golden Company in the South for six episodes, or four or five, or however long it takes for people to come back to her, but, like, I don't understand what purpose Fagon would serve at this point. Uh, It could be a splitting of, it could split Danny's loyalties. It depends on how Jon takes this whole incest thing, I I think. (laughs) That's true. Which I, I don't, yeah. which I don't think will go over well. <clears throat> I mean, we with her, I, I think she'll just like shrug and be like, "Whatever, I was supposed to marry my brother." Mm-hmm. But I think for him, right. she's, she's just going to be like, "Whatever, I don't care." I think she's going to be more upset about the fact of, um, wait a minute, he's the actual heir. It's not me. Mm-hmm. I think that will upset her. Not, yeah. not that she's having sex with her nephew. <laughs> Terrible. Ew. Just ew. Mm, all right. Just so much ew. <laughs> let's let's move on to our our favorite fan shoutouts. Does anybody have any other than like Rhaegar and Lyanna's existence? I'll take that as a no. Know. Is it kind of does does Littlefinger's death count as a fan shoutout? Was, I think that was like wish fulfillment. Because <laughs> it was just so great, you guys. 
It like, was. It was good. Not only not only because they didn't like they just got him at his own game. It just Arya just kind of killed him like 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 she didn't give a shit. <laughs> like she I don't even think she was looking at him when her <laughs> knife went into his throat. It, it was really well done. It was just like a quick flick and she was like, "Whatever. Bye-bye." Yep. So good. Um I guess that was like a weird summary of all the terrible things he'd been doing. <laughs> In case everyone yeah. forgot, though, that was nice. Uh, it was like a previously on. Um, yeah, <laughs> previously on Littlefinger's manipulation of Westeros. Um, so let's move into our favorite one-liners. Uh, Jess and I were excited that we got book lines. The whole "When the snows fall and the white winds blow, the one wolf dies. The lone wolf dies, and the pack survives." That was nice to get. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was yeah. really good. Uh, Lauren. I liked Sam's line. Oh, go ahead. What? Your, your lines. Oh, what? My bra. Oh, my lines. Um, I, I loved I loved when uh, when John and Tyrion were talking about uh, living in, in uh, King's Landing. And John's like, why would anybody want to live there? And, and Tyrion would know best when he said, uh, the brothels are far superior. <laughs> like, he's tried them all. So I guess that I was thought- a dig on Roz. Oh <laughs> uh, well, well, Roz, Roz made it down to King's Landing. We don't know if she, that she made it better. Um, <laughs> John doesn't know about brothels. Uh, he has he doesn't need brothels. He has his aunts. And does he know where? Well, now ass. we know he knows where yeah. to put it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he doesn't know who he's supposed to put it in. But <laughs> that's a whole other discussion. Um, I also liked when John said, uh, "When enough people make false promises, words stop meaning anything." I think that I think that's a really great and strong statement, and it's it's really true, especially because, you know, Cersei's like la 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 la. This is what I'm gonna do. No, I'm not. It's a and great so point. At the same time, he's still an idiot. Oh yeah, of course. But that's John. <laughs> um, and then and then I'm glad that Cersei said this to Jamie because this is what he needed to give you the kick in the pants. Was I always knew you were the stupidest Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> And That's I was like, true. bitch, don't talk about my man that way. But, but it's then true. he left. It's it true. Is true. <laughs> I know. It's I so know. Good. I love him so. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, Brian's like, fuck. Fuck loyalty. Like, <laughs> I know. What? That was so fucking gorgeous. I wanted to kiss and him. And he was like, wait. Wait, I thought we were supposed to do loyalty. Isn't that what you've been trying <laughs> to teach me? <laughs> yeah, but I like the fact that he uses her argument. Like, he's like, no, no, no. But when he goes to t- talks to Cersei, you hear Brienne's words coming out of his mouth. So he was listening. He just didn't, he was just in denial that he needed to use those words. I think there were a lot of characters making decisions in this episode that, like, that felt like turning points for them, you know? Like, Mm-hmm. What they thought would be good decisions, right? They feel like they're yes. doing the right thing. They feel like they're choosing the right thing over the honorable thing or the loyal thing. Or, you know, maybe they are the same, but it, some of them are going to end up being huge mistakes. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. I my favorite line was Sam's was uh, Sam talking to Bran <laughs> when he walked in. He's like, "I'm the three eyed raven," <laughs> and then Sam's like. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what that means. And and, and Sam was everybody when he said that. He was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, taking it in stride. You're just yet another weirdo that I have to encounter in this crazy thing called life. (laughs) And he just, yeah, he does. He takes it completely in stride. Like, okay. By the way, does he still not know that his father and brother are dead? 
Oh my god, he probably doesn't. I can't wait for Danny to meet Sam and be like, oh, it's Harley. Whoops. Sorry. Oh, damn, that bitch roasted him. Oh my god, that's horrible. That's not like he liked them. Um, Just you. Well, he liked Dickon. No, he didn't. (laughs) Well, he he liked the Dickon he grew up with, not the one that after he left. Um, Jess, do you have any favorite lines? Uh, no. I think you guys covered okay. them. Um, does anybody care about music? <laughs> it was I playing. This, yeah, the music that was playing when uh, Jamie was leaving King's Landing and it was snowing in Winter... Not Winterfell, King's yeah. Landing. I like that music. Oh, no it's one, played before on the show. I just don't yeah, remember where. It's, it's called uh, No One Turns Their Back on Me. As soon as I saw that title, I'm like, yes, he's leaving that cow. Finally, he returns to his story, his true storyline of five seasons ago. Go find your Brienne. So he's going to encounter Lady Stoneheart. Speaking of five seasons ago, um, Gendry Watch, he's missing again. And I don't like (laughs) it. Is he at Winterfell? Was he on the wall? Very concerning. Maybe they made him run instead of get on the boat. <laughs> run, He's probably. Lord you Winterfell. know what? Yeah, the heat probably is still trying to run down to King's Landing. They all took the boat. <laughs> oh, poor Gendry. Nah, he's just poor making Joe dragon glass at Winterfell. He's fine, but he can't be at Winterfell. Otherwise, we would have had the Arya and Gendry reunion. Yeah. So, oh, so he was at the wall. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, either that, or he think... went with them to Dragonstone, and then when they went back to Dragonstone, they picked him up. Maybe he's maybe he's mining the dragon glass while they work. They're doing everything else. Maybe you know they like to use his. He's how he's using his arms for something. Mining instead of rowing. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's move into our introductions and goodbyes. Introductions. We obviously got Rhaegar, which was exciting, even though there was no harp and he was wearing Harry Lloyd's wig. And there was like no shot of his face. I know. I wanted well, to see his face. He was wearing. He looked it just like Harry Lloyd. He looked exactly like, like Harry Lloyd. supposed to. I mean, I didn't mind. Good. But I was like, you could have just used Harry Lloyd. And then my like <laughs> dreams would have come easy. true. <laughs> I don't know why people were so weirded out. It was the same wig. I'm like, they're brothers. This looks perfectly normal No, like, I just feel like Rhaegar should have had a little bit more going on than an exiled, crazy, like, you know, boy prince. Like, he should have just been a little bit. Fancier. Yeah, it's his wedding day. Yeah, Why didn't he brush like his the, hair? There was no braid, or I like a. I want a good braid. I was hoping he would have longer hair, and it would be a little fancier. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more ludicrous. Yeah, more ludicrous. It's like I found this in the dustbin. I think it's from season one. It'll do. <laughs> they weren't gonna put a lot. He could have given him one of Danny's old wigs. Exactly. That's what I wanted to see. One of Danny's old wigs. Not the season two wig that was like the scary crimped hair, though. Oh, yeah, that was awful. <laughs> Not that one. Um, yes, that one. <laughs> yes, that one. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, let's see. We said, we said, well, we said goodbye to Littlefinger. That was very, very exciting. So long. Lo- farewell. Lovely. I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> All seven of them. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, I mean, I... I have some issues with the setup of that whole thing, but it was very satisfying in the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my issue with it. I guess, can we talk about it now? Yeah. Basically, like, 
we were supposed to believe that they were like in cahoots with each other, Arya and Sansa. So what was even I the point of last think week? That that's true. That's, that's I don't my think that's question true. is when did they sort this out that he was manipulating them? Was it was I it the whole it was time? Was it like after no. her conversation with him, like the scene before? Like when did they plan all of that? I think it was between last episode and this episode. I think that's like all along that I thought in that an empty room. That, that I thought she was playing. I just think that they were playing him. I think that like I, it is hard. All the stuff the she said of... to Littlefinger in that room was a lie, for sure. What was that? Maybe all the stuff that Sansa said to Littlefinger when they were having that conversation. She was saying things that were just patently untrue. I was like, nope, she's lying. That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I guess my issue is because we don't have the POV structure, we don't have a lot of knowledge of what's going on in their heads and their thought process. And so while it was exciting to have that scene of them turning on him, it was kind of like, it's the same thing that's the problem with the whole season is like, it lacks a lot of depth and a lot of the setup because they're just going from spectacle plot point to spectacle plot point. Yeah. And we're missing a lot of the old depth that we had in prior seasons because they had a more time and the books to go off of and we also had books to fill in the gaps of our of the show's like telling of it shortcomings yeah and i was having this conversation with my coworkers today because it's like the whole thing like i was starting to doubt my 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 theory of the two of them were in it the whole time and i'm like but sansa's not this dumb and i'm like and i was trying to explain to him that in the book you see that she's very shrewd and she's very smart about what she does and that she plays the game very well and since you're not seeing the point of view you're only see you're looking at her you're not seeing what's in her head you don't know what game she's playing or if she is being stupid and i'm like but sansa's not this dumb this is not possible and that's why i think i mean and i i wouldn't want them to have given the game away and like had us like shown a scene of them like talking about it like I wouldn't have wanted that but I think just some sort of nod to something going on because I don't think they did a very good job with that because I was like what are you guys doing like I mean I yeah I thought you know they could go in this direction but I was like are they actually going to give us that are they going to be that nice to us and they were but like I didn't have any faith that they were doing that based on what they were showing me on screen it's just like a 180 from last week Mm -hmm. it just feels just out of left field it doesn't feel like oh they were conspiring this because of what happened last week so I feel sort of cheated I don't know I feel like cheated out of a scene I feel like they did this so they can have a gotcha moment not just for Littlefinger but for us the audience Mm -hmm. and you know, I don't really like it. I thought it was cheap. I mean, I didn't mind the idea of it being a surprise because I, I just wish there was some allusion to it prior to that where you could go back and you could see, oh, yes, I definitely see that she knew what was going on here. Yeah, because you don't get that from anything or this if, season. Or if they, like, or if they revealed that, you know oh, like, we knew that you put, like, planted this note for me to find. Like, if they had explained it while they were, like, you know, about to kill him, maybe that would have been a little bit better. But, like, there was just nothing. It was just like, oh, yeah, we got you. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like there was supposed to be some element of them falling into Littlefinger's trap because otherwise last episode they were arguing in an empty room that no right. no one else was there. Yeah, and they exactly. didn't like pan over to like see Littlefinger spying on them. 
But I, so I think I assumed that they had worked shit out because they're sisters and they're not really going to kill each other. I think if they had shown out. Littlefinger watching them, I think it would have worked better. Because then yeah, you could have either given it away. You, well, it wouldn't necessarily give it away because you could infer it as like him being like, "Ooh, my plan is working," and they are actually fighting. But then you could go back and look at it and be like, "Oh, maybe they were just playing him." I think it right, could work right. that way. I mean, it might have been too obvious, but I think it would have worked better than how they did it maybe yeah i agree um so moving on to other uh goodbyes or maybe goodbyes well we said goodbye to east watch because it's obliterated now um yep and we have question marks and Tormund and beric dontarian and possibly gendy we've question marks over some Aww. people i mean i'm kind of convinced that they wouldn't just kill them off screen since they were showing them the whole time it yeah. seems yeah. weird that they would be like oh yeah they're just dead like either either they're gonna go with like them surviving magically and then like rushing ahead to Winterfell to warn everybody because I mean obviously how do they get ahead he's on a dragon yeah but the White Walker army White Army is going to move at the speed of the plot they're not gonna be there the next episode so you know <laughs> that like other characters can get ahead and warn them if they want, because they need time to like be what flustered and prepared. What are you guys gonna do if Winterfell is lost? Well, it very well might be, but <laughs> I mean, my other theory is like that it... they could like Walking Dead it and like have it be like a Sophia situation where like John is fighting and then all of a sudden like here's like Tormund the White coming out at him, but like I don't feel like they'd go that Tormund route. Tormund the White, no. And wouldn't it be faster Brienne. to just send the raven then go themselves? I'm just wondering the if they're going to come dead. down to Heron Hall again or something, you know? Like, they're going to have to flee south and take a stand somewhere, and it'll probably be fucking Heron Hall. <laughs> well, here, here's my fear. My fear is that they are dead, and that they are going to be White Walkers. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah. No, that's. I'm just saying that that is my fear. I don't want it to... And I don't want it to be that. But I don't. I don't feel like they I would do that. I don't think Barrick can. Can Barrick become a white? I really don't I mean, know. He's already been claimed. Like I really don't know. We'll see in like two years. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, my coworkers were horrified at that news today. Yeah, I had to break. They were like, "Wait, too. what?" They were like, "Excuse me." <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the head of the studio came in my room today, and he's like. So, Lauren, can you settle an argument between me and my wife? He's like, when is the the next season going to be starting? I'm like, 2019. He's like, that's what I told her. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, i get those Emmys. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, okay, so let's talk about the good moments of the episode before we get into the full nerd rage. Uh, so sure. our Rhaegar all-mode moments. Um, obviously, we've talked a little bit about our, you know, Santa Aria scene. So I think we've covered that. We liked Littlefinger dying. We just were questioning the lead up to it. Anything yep. anything else to say about that scene? No, it was perfect. <laughs> Cried like a little bitch. Yeah, I know. He liked when he got down on his knees and was like, please, Santa, I love you. And she's like, yeah, and you betrayed me. So Shut up! Shut him up! <laughs> it was so beautiful. I also liked when he turned to Royce and he's like, Will you escort me back to the Vale? And Royce is like, fuck no. Yeah, he's like, we hate you, actually. This is great. He's like, nope. All the nopes. (laughs) 
I was a little disappointed that there was no like Liana Mormont in that scene, but would have made it slightly better. I'm actually disappointed that Robin wasn't there screaming, "Can we throw him through the moon door?" <laughs> As Arya slits his throat too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we Worst ever gonna see that kid again? Because he's still technically in charge. He's probably like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably in college by now, so. <clears throat> Or he's just, you know, malnourished because he doesn't have his, you know, mother to breastfeed from anymore. God. Ah. <laughs> um, all right. So, Lauren, you also finally got Jamie leaving Cersei. It's about fucking time, man. <laughs> I knew you'd oh be my happy God. with I that. I think I, I, knew, I knew things were definitely going <laughs> south when she starts telling the, the mountain you kill this one first, you kill the next one, and then you, you pans over to Jamie, and he's got this look on his face, like, what the fuck just happened to you? <laughs> like, <laughs> the rest you can kill in any order you want. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it, it makes me happy, it made my heart happy, and um, I was a little peeved at, at him blowing uh, Brienne off. But I also love the fact that you could see Cersei was, as soon as she saw her, was jealous and kept looking over at her and being pissed off and shit. I don't think he blew her off necessarily. Like, well, he I did. Mean, like, I don't he think it's, pushed her away. But I don't think it's any coincidence at all that Jamie finally found himself after seeing Brienne. Yeah, yeah. but even, even Gwendolyn Christie was saying how it, it's him pushing her away at that point. But that's just well, her interpretation. Know. Well, she's but I think the actress, he has so to. I'm gonna go by he has hers. to. He feels drawn to her. He feels drawn to her, and he wants to be better for her. And she's challenging what he feels is he needs to do for his family. And of course, he's gonna push her away. Yeah. I, mean, I think that that means he cares. I think it's evident. Of course, he does. Yeah. Of course, he does. Um, but like, I'm just, I'm just thrilled that he finally got out. And somebody had mentioned, I don't remember if it was in an article or if it was a tweet, that they mentioned um, that they liked the fact that the first drop of snow falls on him the way it does when he throws the letter in the fire in the book mm. and so mm -hmm. like it it, it, it kind of gives us that so I guess that is a fan shout out um, so it kind of gives us that connection to this is him finally saying goodbye thank god yes oh that's a shit sure because like I cannot do this whole I Jamie Lannister is a piece of fucking furniture in Cersei's <laughs> like life because I know yeah it's it was boring and he was being underused and Agreed. Like, you know it's gonna be great when he gets something else to do because i really yeah. didn't like him very much this season because i was just like what are you doing yeah um but yes everybody at the bar was freaking out during that scene where she was like giving the order to the mountain i was like this is not allowed to happen what's happening right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody's like no no yeah i i was i was getting really upset i'm like <laughs> This is not fucking gonna happen right now. No, no. But the whole so can we actually talk about the the um the medieval conference room scene? Uh, the what in the table? dragon pit? The in the dragon pit. Yeah. Um. So I really liked. It was weird, but I kind of liked the walk in. It was like it was like that walk of uh, the walk in the in the white hunt episode where everyone was just kind of like chatting yeah and you got to have conversations between characters that don't get to talk and like that's cool i liked that yeah, me too um and it was as as weird and completely fucking unbelievable as it is to have all of these major characters gathered in one place and like staring at each other like that's just <laughs> never it's never gonna happen like 
I still think that the best parts of those scenes were Sandor because he was just like the one like walking in, walking out, like all the shit he said to the mountain was just like, just great. I like that his part was just to like walk out and get the white in the box, but like, he's just like, has to say his piece to Gregor and he's just like, all right, peace out. And then like comes back in. (laughs) You know what my favorite part was? What? Quiburn grabbing <laughs> yes. the arm. Like you knew he was like gonna plan on doing some nefarious thing with that hand. And oh, <laughs> he's yeah. like, Ooh. John's like, nope. He was very excited by it. Yeah, you could see he that, but no, that was. Not I mean, because like, John had to go like, and burn it for him. <laughs> Gregor is not looking good. You know what I no. mean? Like he is looking particularly horrifying. <laughs> he was looking really scared, actually, which I thought was interesting because. It's like it's the first bit of emotion we're seeing from him since he's been raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. So like there's some there's some, there is that connection between him and his brother still that 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 evoked some sort of feeling. And it's weird that you could just see this in his eyes because you can't see anything else. But those eyes kept <laughs> <Nope>. flickering <laughs> back and forth. And like you could see that that was the look of a scared man or a scared dead body, whatever. <sighs> dead man. <laughs> It's such a weird, it was such a weird, like, let's all sit down. I mean, like, first off, shout out to Cersei's dress for being, like, the bossest thing I've ever seen in my life. I like the back of it, too. Oh, my God. It was so good. More crazy things for cosplayers. Oh, my God. It's so, that dress is happening. I fucking loved that dress. Um, But, like, you know, like, (laughs) Danny making them wait and, like, her being, her stupidity at bringing both of the dragons instead of just one to... You know, and, and yeah. it was just like, this is just like a, it's like, let's just put them all in a snow globe and shake them around because we just don't have time for like any more back and forth or travel or like any of that. Let's just stick them all in a little, in a little room and make them talk. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was both intriguing, but just so, I just didn't believe a second of it. Like, it just <laughs> didn't. Can you imagine being a citizen of King's Landing and seeing those fucking dragons roll in? Yeah. Like, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Holy shit, I'd be out. I would be out. I'd be like, well, I guess I'm going to be a Dothraki now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I liked about that scene, it was just like it, the way I liked the high school reunion of all the guys going together to decide to go past the wall. This was like a really bad family reunion. Like, everybody's looking at everybody like you motherfucker i hate you and then it's like but it was just like everybody saw each other and somebody had a problem with somebody else still so um i just i i like the fun part of nobody's happy to be there and Tyrion even said it straight out like about how nobody nobody what is it nobody likes anybody else there so i thought the, the wait was, for Tyrion to come fun. back was hilarious where they're all like turn and he's just walking back la 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 he's alive <laughs> <laughs> speaking um, of the scene between the scene between peter and lena was like a plus excellent a plus 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 yeah they're so good yeah i i really miss their their conversations they th- as actors they both you know you know they're really good friends in real life so let's so when they act together they're really fantastic like they really play that well clearly doesn't other. work for everybody but yeah i was gonna <laughs> say no but like it was great to see like characters talk about like it wasn't like, I mean, it was a little bit of posturing, but they were talking about their feelings in a yeah, way yeah. that a lot of that so many characters don't get to do. Well, it's and their family. It and was family. nice to yeah. see that kind of stuff after this season, which has been very lacking in any of that stuff. So, like right. those scenes were very nice to have in between 
spectacle. Yeah. And plot points. I was getting feelings for the first episode. Was it the second episode when Tyrion's with Marsala and Tommen at yeah. the breakfast table? Yeah. And he's like, and I love And them. they're laughing at things he says. Yes. Aww. When but they were different but, actors. But he did. He really <laughs> did love the kids when they were different actors. Oh, <laughs> Amy. Um, um, let's see. We also... Anything else? Um, oh, can we talk about my favorite scene? Well, do we? Well, let's do Theon and John first because that comes before. I wasn't. That's not oh, my okay. favorite scene. Well, I was thinking. No. I was thinking your <laughs> Theon scene was your favorite scene. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. was saying Theon and John comes prior to that. Oh sure. Go ahead. Let's talk about how John thinks that it was completely okay that Theon was kidnapped and held up as a prisoner <laughs> for his whole life. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Lauren, you wrote it down. Would you like to talk about? Well, I I like the fact that Theon was given a little back of his own, like that he he felt he was lacking. He got he got from John what he needed from from Asha. Like she was just like, "Here, drink. Everything will be better." And John is like, "No, you needed forgiveness." And and even though he couldn't forgive everything, he said he he could forgive him some. And I think that's the only way he's going to bring himself back from the brink of being this this mess. And and I think this is I think it was the good thing for him. I'm not saying that yes, being held hostage all your life is a good thing, but he needed he needed something from John, and John gave him what that what Asha never gave him. Well, he didn't know he doesn't know Asha. Like... <laughs> he only knows Yara. Um... <laughs> 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 Speaking of my queen, um, dude, I was so happy, like, you know, LOL, flip off the TV when they do the eunuch joke about getting kicked in the nuts a million times. Like, yeah, I get it. You don't have to. Keep you could have just there. done it once. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially after, like, the 4000 dick jokes that we had. To oh, my God. Yeah. I put episode. that in nerd rage. I was just like, I am tired of the eunuch jokes. I'm so tired of it. Please yeah. end it now. Please, please put us over misery. But I just love that it was like. He's, you know, he's missing parts of his feet and his hands and he's been tortured and he shuffles when he walks and he's and his psyche is scarred and he's, you know, but he's choosing to do what he wants to do. He's he's scared, but he's going to do the right thing because he knows it's the right thing and he loves his sister and she doesn't deserve to be, you know, a, a, tortured by her uncle. And I don't know. I just love that. I love that scene of the Ironborn being fucking Ironborn. You know, it's like they yeah. forgot mm-hmm. who they were and now they're remembering. And like running off to hide on the fucking islands is not what being an Ironborn is about. And they're going to go take what they what is theirs. And I just I love it. I love now, that. that's an interesting thing about next season is if we will have Theon involved in like the Golden Company stuff. Yeah. If Euron is really going and ferrying over the Golden Company. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I assume that's what's gonna happen. Is he? They'll they'll find they'll either find Euron and like escape to like get all the news back to the north, mm-hmm. or somehow become embroiled in that whole storyline. Yeah, well, at least that'll be some other characters. In that yeah, storyline. like John Connington. Or <laughs> we're never getting John Con. Come on! Come on! John Cons. If it's Dario, I say I called it already like three episodes ago, but you know, it could still be John Con. I'd take Dario. I mean, Um, I I don't know. (laughs) She kind of made it sound like he died, so who knows? He didn't die. She was just 
talking it about in the past tense. It was interesting if if she's boning her if they if it, it's only I will only think it's gonna be Dario if her and John are kind of like eh okay and like keep doing it because otherwise there's no reason to bring in the former lover. True. Besides, you have friend zoned Jora. <laughs> He's so jealous. Um. <laughs> as jealous as Tyrion. Oh, I don't understand God. what the fuck that was about. I, I have theories. Alright, give us your theory. I think it's less about like sort of jealous lover stuff. I think it's more so jealous of like she's gonna take his advice over me because now there's like a personal um, like love connection and so she's emotions get into it and she's not gonna see things like logically and she's not gonna she's so gonna I think it's, it's more so from that perspective, yeah, Danny, that she's gonna be clouded by her emotions for John and maybe look to him as an advisor rather than Tyrion, even though Tyrion is probably the the better choice <laughs> to be Except listening that Tyrion to. Tyrion has majorly fucked up and he just doesn't know it. Yeah. Well, I had two theories from coworkers today. One was they think that he worked out some sort of deal with Cersei and he feels like he feels bad because he's going to betray them somehow, which, okay, maybe. And the other one was, oh, God, now I forgot what it was. That's really useful, Lauren. Um, <laughs> I oh. mean, when Danny finds out that Cersei has absolutely no intention mm-hmm. of honoring this truce, she's going to cut Tyrion's head off. Yeah. Well, I hope Tyrion gets to reunite with his wife first. Oh. The fandom would kill Danny. She'd be like worst character on everybody's. <laughs> well, he's gonna end up running if she for did sure. that, or or maybe being protected by his uh, his wife. Oh wait, know. here's the other, the other theory. Hello, I just remembered. Um, that she's worried that um, he's worried that she's not gonna focus on what she needs to focus because whenever John does something, she's gonna be worried about him and make bad decisions regarding him as opposed to what she needs to do to. I mean, that's not really her MO. Always making bad decisions. She'll always be worried. Yeah. I mean, ordering her lovers to go do dangerous shit, she's completely capable of that. She does it all the time. Yes, but she's never cared about any of them before. That's not true. (laughs) Well, not. She's never been in love with them before. That's also not true. No, well, she she claims she hasn't. She hands out love and like an intimacy. That's 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 how she connects with people. I think that's one of the things that makes her the opposite of Cersei because Cersei uses it as a weapon and as a tool of manipulation. But she even said so herself at some point that she's never loved anybody. Well, like she's never full been of shit. It, meaning she's never been in love with anybody. Not that she's, she's never loved anyone. She's full of shit. She's full of shit. Well, I have to take the character's word over yours on this one. So. You shouldn't. <laughs> well, we'll see. In two years. Um <laughs> let's see. Um do we have any other Rhaegar all mode moments that we would like to discuss? What 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 was the scene between I guess it just flashed directly to the to the dragon. Okay. Well I did like the scene with Arya and Sansa talking after oh, that was it. execution. Yeah. That was great. And they did the whole like, you know, you did it, and you passed the sentence, and this is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Okay, don't get used to it, because I still think you're kind of strange and really annoying. <laughs> strange and annoying. But that's what they are. It was a nice moment. It was a nice moment. I like those moments. Um, 
I also like that the two of them are best friends in real life so that you can see that there's genuine affection between them when they see, talk. See, and it works for them. Again, yeah. it does not work for everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of, let's get into our nerd rage if we're done with our, our happy All moments. Right. Um, so, <laughs> let's see. We're going to get to that. Let's let's go through some... What, my last uh, stupid nerd rage, which was... If Bran remembers everything and knows everything, how can we no. know that Rhaegar and Lyanna were married? Because that. it's bullshit. Because obviously the rule in the book is that it has to be something that happened in or around Weirwood Trees. And in the, the show, they decide to fuck off with that, except when it like aligns with what they need. It's so dumb. It's so dumb that he knows everything that's ever happened unless he's just hasn't looked there yet. He just sits in his stupid chair, just not telling people... <laughs> Really important information. <laughs> Write it down. You mean, send a raven. I know. Talk to people. If John can send you a raven saying that, hey, I bent the knee, couldn't you send the raven back saying, don't have sex with your aunt? Like, exactly. I don't understand. Oh, I just hate, I just hate what they've done to Bran. He's just a convenient plot like device. on re- device that like in whenever they get to a place where they just need somebody to be like oh let me just insert this piece of information they can you know he's just suddenly there with his dumb stupid <laughs> face and his <laughs> hate him i agree with everything <laughs> as a brand stark fan being face. reduced to exposition brand position it's fucking yeah. annoying tree position Tree position. Except not. Because it would it make more sense if he was are. a goddamn tree and you had to like commune with him and it was difficult to get the information out of him. But he's just hanging out, knowing stuff. Like <laughs> like the whole thing about like everything between like when they were accusing Littlefinger of shit. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, maybe that's what Sansa had people digging through the archives for, you know? And it's like, oh no, they're implying that Bran just sat there and fucking told them everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, well that's boring. Like <laughs> why didn't he do that you know three episodes ago by the way don't let this guy manipulate you and then that gives Bran the credit for Sansa and Arya working out their shit I just I, I, no so they don't know how to write Bran that's clear well that's obvious since like season the first season or second one. season they literally got rid of him for a whole season because I know. they didn't know I what to do I still can't believe him. that they did that Oh dear. Um <laughs> let's see. Um Jess, you want to talk about your Viserian thing? Oh god, I was thinking this too. I'm so glad yeah, so she this. This wasn't me, this is my co-workers. This. They were just like, why is he so decomposed already? Yeah, I agree. And he has holes in his wings the holes and he's in flying. His wings. How is like, that how possible? Is he... Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I did the rewatch today. I was like, wait a minute. It's like, just hold him on for another week and he'll decompose and you won't have to deal with him at all. (laughs) And, like, the fact that he's breathing fire, like, they have to eat. Like, where does the fire come from? And And why is it And technically, was that fire? It was cold. What was it? Was it cold? Was it hot? Why is it blue? I don't understand. You know, kinetic blasts. I don't know. I have a problem. Was it nitrogen? I have a huge problem with the dragon being the key to letting down the wall. Oh, I agree. What the fuck is that bullshit? Like, I'm sorry. The only reason that he the wall didn't fall is because he didn't have a dragon? Like, that's yeah, the key? I agree. I was waiting for yep. him to pull out the horn. Like, it I was literally be- sitting there going, 
oh my god he's gonna blow the horn he's gonna blow the horn isn't he and then i'm like oh it's a dragon no yeah i yeah mm-hmm yeah, so I believe it's going to happen differently in the books. I don't know if it's the horn or it's the spells in the wall. That the Night's Watch it's hasn't been loyal. Be, I think that it's the spells in the wall. And I think that Bran is going to like fucking help break the wall on accident, right? Like he's the three-eyed raven and he's not ravening. He's not doing his thing. He's emoing. Though. Yeah. Instead, so it's like, lame. oh, by the way, I just needed a dragon. Thanks for bringing him. It's like, yeah, well, it was, shit, Bran, why didn't you tell them not to come? It, it was, was all way gift. too convenient, and I just, like, the fact that it happened, like, because of the super illogical episode where they stood on a rock, like, it just, it all just feels like, it's the same problem with everything this season, though, just like, yeah, it was like, it looked cool, I guess, but like, why, why? just don't understand. Yeah. There's not, there's no reasoning behind it, there's no depth behind it there's no like history behind it there's no like oh that's what he needed it's just like oh i mean fucking dragon we have six more episodes and what is this guy's agenda like what is the night king's like what does he sound like what is what is his goal like what does he want i feel like he's not a character he's a stupid like i don't everything is dumb i just can't like we've been saying for you know six seasons until this one you know like oh you guys you know, stop worrying about the Game of Thrones because you've got, you know, the Army of the Dead coming. But now it's like, I kind of miss the Game of Thrones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything, like, Jess, I, you wrote it somewhere in here that, like, nothing is important anymore. And, it, like, it kind of feels like, because they just sort of, like, wiped out all of that stuff early on in the season. You know, they killed Elena. They killed, you know, all of House Martell. Well- they killed, you know, they got rid of you know, the rock and like all this stuff. And it's just like, all right, now we're just going to focus on this. So maybe it might be like the night King stuff is like the first part of season six. And then the game of Thrones comes back to the forefront afterwards. Maybe, but I can't see this. I can't, I can't watch this for six episodes. (laughs) I can't imagine that it's going to be all six episodes. There's got to be that battle there. Cause because there's got to be the battle for the throne at some point. I can't see it all happening. And everybody's going to, like, sing Kumbaya at the end. So I have a question. If the Night King can ride a dragon, is he a Targaryen? <laughs> no, he's a first one. man. He's a first man, yeah. So he's not Valyrian. I call shenanigans. The How whole is he riding thing, a dragon? The whole thing is weird. I just, like... I would love to hear George's response to all of this once oh the show God. is over. Write your goddamn book. That should be your response. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the book will be a, some lovely response to that, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, Fun let me do this entire thing differently because I don't even know what you guys did. They're just... They're making... And probably in a far more satisfying way. They're making it very superficial and very much about just, like, look, we have dragons and they're flying and they're doing stuff and we're killing people and yay, isn't that exciting? It's like, yeah, but I want a story and I'm not getting much story. No, the story is like, ooh, ah, some people know things that other people don't, and then they get themselves into situations that are difficult, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's what all stories are about. Because the the war for the dawn, the war against the White Walkers, should be, like, this major thing that, like, we really, really care about, and, like, that we have stakes in, and I, like, I don't care. Flashback to Beric Dondarrion, like, him being like, look, you know, R'hllor has a a plan. I don't know what it is, and I'm not gonna ask him, but I'm just, you know, he's got a plan. And I'm like, 
okay, well, but why? <laughs> eventually, we have to know. Like, eventually, this stuff has to be relevant. Yeah, it's like... And they've been setting... Or, like, the books have been setting up this whole thing for so long. And, like, I mean, I don't know how George is going to do the ending if he ever gets to it. But, like, it's just... It's got to be more than what's happening on screen. I yeah. agree. I, I kind of miss Melisandre. Yeah, know? where the hell has she been? Is she coming back? <laughs> I mean, she well, yeah, she's going to come back to stab Varys, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it's like she, characters like Melisandre and Bran, like they were the touchstones that you that we needed to understand some of the bigger the bigger motives mm-hmm. of these wars. Because, yeah, the Game of Thrones is 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 interesting and, and that's what keeps us reading. But the glue that holds it all together is this conflict between the light and the dark. But we, at this point, it's like we're supposed to just take it for granted that they're opposites and they fight just, you know, for shits and just giggles. Because. Yeah. It's stupid. Because they, plot. they consciously sent all these characters plot. away. <laughs> because plot. <laughs> because we really need these two people to do it. Uh, just... On a boat, no less. Where Speaking of... Let's Somebody talk. tweeted something about they had their flippy floppies and then show the picture of the, the the island. What the hell's the name of that? The the Lonely Island guys. Oh That's it. They're they're doing. They have their flippy floppies. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. So Look. we were forced to watch or not watch if you're Jess who turned away repeatedly. Ugh. Um, Ugh. <laughs> terrible sex scene between John now, and Danny. Remember how I said I was like really into a nice love story? Yeah. I didn't, feel like i got that like they kissed but then they cut away from it and then like they weren't even kissing while they were in the act of love making it was like they were just kind of staring at each other in this weird creepy way they did kiss at the very end after john said that he was the true heir i think well bran said it not john oh yeah sorry right that'll be the next time they have sex i'm the true heir please kiss me call me king <laughs> <laughs> oh god help I us just, all it was mechanical and strange and awkward and i think that they did it on purpose to make us feel mechanical and strange and awkward because we were watching yeah incest. But probably it was the opposite of kind of like the weird passion that you see between Cersei and Jamie, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. It was just strange. It was like they were both really uncomfortable and then I, I was uncomfortable. Exactly. I think I that mean, was the first time John had, had sex in a bed. <laughs> probably he probably true. doesn't know how to work around in, softer material. He doesn't really understand the mechanics. Yeah, you're right. Take me he to the caves. Me. He's um, like, I know how to be on rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and in the snow, <laughs> but this Maybe bed thing's try on me. Dragon's back. Maybe that. Oh work. God! Oh uh, Lord! Oh God! Um, which one? Drogon's like, no, bitch. I'm flying now. Goodbye. Um, Drogon's so... like, I'm scarred, mommy. No. <laughs> I don't want to see my parents have Stop sex. It. We're just play fighting. It's fine. Um, <laughs> naked play fighting. That would be funny if they were just like staring into the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is the only way i can make this scene palatable <laughs> so okay so, so this weird, is what i kept... I was like ready for this epic love that would become this tragedy that like john had to give up because he felt it was so morally wrong and like no he's just gonna be like yeah it felt wrong so cool. <laughs> i just i mean i was glad that they at least made 
some attempt to have them have a scene by themselves, even though it was Danny being like, you're kind of an idiot. And he was like, yeah, but I'm loyal. And at least they- Yeah. Like, at least they made some attempt, but, like, I've had my problems with this the whole season of, like, I just don't think they've made any effort to, like, really make them have a building relationship. It was just like, oh, they're talking about my parents, I'm gonna show up at her door, and then they're gonna have sex. It's just, it's weird. Do you think it's because they're gonna fight, or there's gonna, and that's why they're just, like, more concerned about- What comes later, and they're just like, let's get to this point, and so we can move on to point B. Yeah, well, that would be their M.O., right? Yeah. But it's not going to hurt plot. us as the audience. It's not going to, like, <laughs> fill us with that, like, tragic, like, heartbreak to see them fight each other. Because well, and it would be better no if we felt connection between them and then, you yeah. know, had to be upset that they were fighting against each other. I just, uh, yeah. I don't know. And Especially yeah, the because whole... they showed us, like, Rhaegar and Lyanna as clearly so tenderly, like, yeah. loving each other. Like, you know, they had the whole Anakin and Padme thing going on. (laughs) Uh, Did you see the memes comparing them? Yeah. (laughs) And then we have the baby thing, which, like, 75 times they were like, I can't have children. Which means she's going to get pregnant. and Probably from this first time. And I don't understand oh, what the purpose of a child is. It's gonna be a zombie. He's a he's dead. He's a dead man. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a zombie that has three heads. One is gonna be a wolf head. One is gonna be a dragon head, and one is gonna be a zombie face. There you go. That's the beautiful baby. child. Um, but like, I don't understand the purpose of a child in terms of like the story. Like, assuming it's a healthy child. Like, I don't like. Because in theory, like, John is the Song of Ice and Fire. Like, they don't need any more generations to get to the Song of Ice and Fire. And that kid is going to, like, do nothing until, like, maybe an epilogue where, like, it's ruling later. But, like, I just, I don't... And what it, if and Danny marries, dies in childbirth? It marries Cersei's baby. Yeah, and exactly. Also Danny, incest baby to incest baby. Perfect. And Danny <laughs> attempting to manipulate John with her pregnancy just is so Sounds fucking horrible. and Cersei yeah. and, like, I don't... Yeah, I, I agree. See that shit, man. Like, I agree. That's why I always liked about her is like, no, the dragons are my children, and that's like special about her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not that yes. there's anything wrong with like you know having like regular kids, but I think that's <laughs> sort of what makes Danny unique. Is like, yeah, so she can't have you know actual children, but these dragons are her sort of surrogate children, and that she's well, willing to accept she, them as totally yeah. her children without she's needing having, to have more. She's having the replacement child because. Viserion was killed, so she's so gonna she's gonna call him Viserion, Viserion. <laughs> and she's gonna name it. That's Aegon. how it works. No, she's gonna name it Viserion. Viserion. No, Aegon. she's gonna name it Aegon. It also be named Aegon. There's only one name in Westeros now. Aegon. So okay, speaking of Aegon or John Gunn or Egg or whatever we're gonna call him now, but I like John Gunn. John uh, Gunn Snow. John Gunn Snow. Um, Jagon. So, so, or should so we, we call him John Gunn Sand? No, he's not a bastard. He's not a bastard. John Gon Snow. Still not a bastard. Still, he grew up with the snow name. John Gon. Let's hold on to it. John John, Gon Tark. John Gon Tark. JT. JT. (laughs) Anyway, so besides our problem with what to call him, uh, (laughs) Jess, do you want to talk about your John Rage? Yeah. So I feel like this season, I've really hated sort of the characterization of John. Here's my issue. 
every sort of idiotic decision that he's made was done so that they could move the plot to some point. Mm-hmm. So the the whole white hunt was so that Viserion, you know, goes north, she loses to Viserion. This episode, it was for Cersei to sort of turn their back on, you know, aiding the north. And I feel like they're just dumbing him down and making him reckless, making him lack all this political tact. And then to have all of that, and then in the last scene, say he's the heir to the throne. Well, he doesn't really deserve <laughs> it based on these decisions. Like, he doesn't feel like he's worthy of being king based on how they've been sort of portraying him as this honorable idiot and like john in the books is honorable but he's not that dumb no no he actually has a lot of political acumen in the books and i feel like they're sort of netifying him uh (laughs) for some illogical reason well they they dumbed ned down but no he he does follow what ned was that's where he learned all the stuff he did but he's not that stupid his whole thing is about his whole thing is about defending the north protecting the realm from the others so he wouldn't say this openly because to do that would have them lose the lannister men that they could potentially gain so maybe in his heart he might be loyal to danny but i don't think john is dumb enough to just blurt that out out loud i just feel like they're just making him make stupid decisions so they can move certain pieces in place and then to have him being really, really out of his depth and then saying, oh, yeah, he's the heir to the throne. Well, he, I didn't feel like he earned any sort of heir title. Like they didn't right. show me that he deserves to be king this season, which they should have been doing if they're intending to go that way. So that's sort of my my rage regarding John this season. I don't I know how think, other people feel about I it. I think it's also ex- interesting because he's the only character and he's the only he's the male like throne contender, right? Mm-hmm. All the other throne contenders are women and they're all kind of being duplicitous, deceitful, they're tricking people. Even if it's like Sansa giving Littlefinger what he wants, it was she still tricked him. Every you know what I mean? Like but John, he's just he doesn't trick people. He doesn't lie. And I don't he really can't under- lie. I don't understand the gender dynamics that like what's yeah. going on in gender politics with, with the writers with these decisions because mm-hmm. like is it only um, women that can be deceitful because that's kind of fucking bullshit and then it's yeah go on Jenny well I was just gonna say like change tactics a little bit I was just gonna say like I feel like some of the issues with John has been stemming back to like season two when like they decided he was an idiot during that whole storyline which still pissed to move me certain out. plot pieces in place yeah back then but like i feel like john has very much become like a caricature of like that action like a fantasy hero and a caricature of like different things that they enjoy making fun of with kit like you mm-hmm. know like all the short mm-hmm. jokes all the dumb jokes all the brooding jokes like, all the yeah, hair john, jokes all the hair jokes and i'm like this isn't like I don't want Kit Snow. I want like John. I want John Snow. You know. Yeah. Like, I don't want it all to be filtering in from the outside and then making all these inside jokes because like that's not about John the character. That's about their version of like Kit and like John in this context. And I just I'm getting tired of it. And I feel like they're relying a lot on those kinds of jokes. It's the same thing with all the eunuch jokes and the cock yeah. jokes and all that kind of stuff. It's just getting very repetitive, and I'm very tired of it. And I want to go back to the in-depth character stuff. And I mean, it's possibly because they don't know how to write that and the books aren't there anymore for them to fall back on. But it's They're writing getting, him very one note. It's getting yeah. very yes. noticeable and it's frustrating. Like there's nothing they're doing that says besides the fact that he's like, a, he you know, looks good with a sword. He's a great like battle. He's not even a great general. He's, he's like a great no, fighter. A he's general. a great soldier. 
So, like, there's nothing that he's done that proves he should be king. And that shouldn't be the case. He's not kingly at all. He's Exactly. And that's my problem. And then Amelia said in her Entertainment Weekly um, interview regarding, like, the scene, she's like, no, like, I worked my ass off for this. And then some guy from the outside is just going to roll in because... (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because he's the heir and he has like, he hasn't really proven in terms of like, I don't know. I just feel like they, they're not writing him as kingly as you're saying. They're not writing him where he, I feel like he deserves it. I feel it for Sansa. I feel it for even Tyrion for all of his like uh, military blunders this season, even Danny. Um, I think, but I'm not feeling it for Jon Snow this season. I also think like, you know, we've always talked about, book john i mean and we haven't gotten to this point with book john but where he might become the king in the north that's gonna happen but like we've always said that it, you know when john found out about you know being the true heir to the throne that he wouldn't actually take it because it wouldn't be important to him and his first priority would be you know taking on the white walkers or the others as they are in the books but like now i just i just i don't know all, Think of how important it's, it's going to be to Danny when she finds out that she has family. Like, <laughs> she's yeah. stuck with him. <laughs> I, but it doesn't matter to her. Like, she's fine. I know with it doesn't that. matter to her. Yeah, but it's just like, I think that it would be more interesting to me if he does go that route if he's not interested in it if it and like i don't want to see this whole like angsty like oh what do you mean i'm not a stark my father isn't ned my whole identity is a lie like i don't care about that but it would be interesting if he still rejected like you know being the heir and it was like no danny's better danny's a better choice let's support her and then her being like you know conflicted about that i don't know well i mean and they could still i mean you know in like magical fantasy happy land the show isn't but or the series isn't you know i mean they could get married and rule together i mean that's obviously not really gonna happen but i mean like the option is there yeah you know Tyrion brought up democracy yeah so john may be like you know what let the people choose yeah, he learned that in the Night's Watch. Exactly. Yeah, and that's how he was chosen. Let the people choose. Like, Danny was chosen by the Dothraki, the Unsullied. You know, John was chosen by the Night's Watch. Let the people choose who I they want to Sansa. rule. <laughs> Maybe they just do. want to go back to being independent kingdoms. I think that's the route they should take. I don't want to see them fighting and all this, like, internal conflict between them. I don't care. I don't care for John on the Iron Throne. I don't give a shit. Like, I feel like he feels, like, out of place in the Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think he belongs in that sort of storyline. It feels very weird. And maybe it's like because he's wheel. just been on the wall for five yeah. books. But I feel like his place is in the North. Not really fighting Game of Thrones type of stuff. Just kissing girls. Yeah. yeah. Kind of off topic. Again. Yeah. But, but is Bronn staying in King's Landing? I don't know. There's definitely some, there's definitely some people we lost track of, Gendry. What happened to Pod? Yeah. Where did he go? What happened? They went to a bar to get drinks. Yeah, he's still with Bron. They're still in the bar. Oh well, there you everyone, go. Okay, everyone perfect. left him behind, and uh, now Pod and his Bron are Pod going to journey. Penis are journey somewhere. to Winterfell on their own, following Bron and Jamie Pod's and excellent adventures. Yes. Brilliant. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's let's start wrapping up. Um, 
<laughs> I like that we wrote under things left out, Rhaegar's Harp and Blue Roses. Um, <laughs> I was Very commenting to, details. I was commenting to today as people were buying my Arplasal equals J shirt that none of those symbols are relevant in the show because <laughs> Rhaegar's Harp did get one mention, but like, not really. Liana has never been associated with Blue Roses in the show, and considering the fact that we have not seen Ghost this season, it's a little bit sad. <laughs> But I sold, like, six of them today, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> Must be book readers. Must um, be. They're not relevant. They're just not relevant. Oh, God, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's like, all the stuff we like, they just hate it. I, I hate them. <laughs> Don't worry, when the book comes, everything will be better. <laughs> or, I mean, or worse, because everybody will die. But you know what I mean. But everybody will be alive again, because well, we're so far behind. Barrison um, will be Hannah's... alive still, which will be nice. I mean, people will have Barak, the proper names. Barak is, Barak is dead, but, but Thoris Stoneheart. will still be alive. What if we get a Stannis point of view, guys? How... Stannis? <laughs> uh, Stannis is, is going to end with him being... Oh no, that's a that's a sword coming, my and then nothing else. Just, he just starts the next book with Stannis is dead. It's like <laughs> Yeah, that's how the first like prologue chapter. <laughs> Stannis has died. <laughs> no, go. because we have that chapter, the spoiler chapter where he's alive. <laughs> oh, okay. Rewrite anyway. Uh, <laughs> just start the next book with Brienne being like Hey, I'm suddenly in Winterfell, and I totally killed Stannis. Um, <laughs> when did that happen? I'm not sure. Um, somewhere after that terrible, terrible chapter I was in in the last book. Uh, yeah. So, aside from the books that we would really, really like to have, uh, coming up next season, we have more reunions. Hopefully. With everybody meeting up at Winterfell, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I like that you wrote ghost in there, Jess. I, I like that you think that's going to But it should have put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to Gendry and Arya seeing each other. I'm looking forward to Tyrion and Sansa seeing each other. Yeah, Arya and Jon obviously is the the big one. Well, that, yeah. He's like, you still have that sword? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and I got this nifty dagger too. Um, I was saying to Jenny how I want, like, John and Arya to be fighting next to each other against, like, the White Walkers, like, in battle next to each other. That would be awesome. I also kind of am looking forward to the potential of a Jamie and Bran reunion, because that just sounds funny. I could totally see Bran oh, going, God. yeah, dude, it's fine. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven because I'm of this. I'm the Three-Eyed cool. Raven. <laughs> Jamie will be like, wait, window. what? Like, throw him out another window, Jamie. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> tired of him he'll fly then um yes he will it's all cool we're, we're fine now is is mira coming back helen reed is now irrelevant yeah helen unfortunately reed. helen reed is actually the night king he's like fuck <laughs> off that's the motivation we need you guys yes but why did helen reed kill his own son <laughs> <laughs> for the pace Jojen pace for the pace Oh. anyway Go anything team. else we're looking forward to for next season it um, being over start. it being over <laughs> I would like to see more of 
the booty scenes, but less awkward. Like, I want, like, Jamie to climb Brienne like a tree. <laughs> I'm totally down for this. <laughs> I'm totally down for this. OTP well, forever. Well, Bran Tree watches and goes, these oh. are better blondes together. I'm just saying, he's never be like, done At least they're not else. related. He doesn't know how good it can be. <laughs> Oh got Cersei for a reference, and I'm sure she's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> no mere swamps. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> I think on that note, I think we can uh, wrap up with okay. our our toast to um, John Gone, some guy, John Gone, John Gone, John Gone, the fifth, the sixth. Eight. Sixth or seventh? No, because the other seventh? one wasn't king. Yeah, but the other one. The yeah, other six. One, does the Eight other one six. count? Because he never. The other one came. doesn't count. Aegon he died before he could be crowned. He would be Aegon the sixth. Okay. What to J six. To J six. To J six. To J six. Fuck. <laughs> May you gain some more intelligence between seasons. Oh my god! Oh, don't Jesus. shave your head, though, man. Like, keep it. It's good for you. <laughs> The magical hair. <laughs> Pull off that wig. Stay away give from us, Summer give Hall. Give us the silver hair. Show us Stay the dome. Show us <laughs> your dome. Lovely. Oh Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 See you next season. Two oh, years. God. Bye. <laughs> no. We'll be back. We'll, we'll be back at then. some point. We'll be back. And so he broke that sacred oath. That Lord of the Crossing, and now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin, revenge it tastes so sweet. you fucker okay um and let me record the message again you fucker so fucking mad <laughs> fuck fuck uh, fuck 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 i'm so fucking mad <laughs> that's right motherfucker or an ant fucker because oh <laughs> today i'm just gonna be like fucking 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 fuck that's what danny said what <laughs> oh <laughs> watching two Barbies get like, you know when you have two Barbies have sex but their limbs don't move you know you're just like pushing them together it's like what are they doing all day every day okay let's start this bullshit forget the podcast we're just gonna have a long outro it's the whole thing it's just, it's just gonna be me going fucking 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 so basically it's like you know what I call Monday yeah, I was gonna say it's not like Tuesday this podcast right. is dedicated to the MTA. Thanks, Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm the three-eyed raven.